I'm Alex. And I'm Maddie. And, and this, this is Musicals with Alex and Maddie. And today we're doing Be More Chill. Listener discretion is advised. If you are under the age of 13, please grab a parent. Be More Chill starts out. Um, and Why are you so quiet? <laughs> this is an ASMR channel now, guys. Welcome to the <laughs> ASMR podcast. Today we're going be more chill. <laughs> No. Be More Chill starts out with um, Jeremy here. And I don't know what Maddie just did, guys, but it was weird. Okay, so Jeremy is a high school junior. He's a social outcast, and he lives with his recently divorced father. Sounds like me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You live with your recently divorced No. My father was not recently divorced. Maddie's father is okay, guys. We're fine. We're fine. Okay, so he who works from home and makes Jeremy uncomfortable by refusing to wear pants. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's adorable, right? Just walks around. Hey, it's better. I read the book, and in the book, he's just completely naked. I'm not even kidding you. (laughs) And it's nasty. I'm like, what the? Yeah, we don't, we don't want to talk about the book. The book's more messed up than the Mm -hmm. musical. Mm -hmm. But the first line in the musical is pretty bad too. I mean, yeah, let's just not sing it though. Come on. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Just kidding, guys. Okay, so Jeremy is bullied by a popular student named Rich Gunarski. Wait. I'm delectic. I'm sorry. Delectic? Delectic. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy is bullied by a popular student named Rich Gronsky. 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 Gornsky, yeah. Writes, Guess what? He's probably rich, huh? Who writes boyf on his backpack? His best friend, Michael. Now, why is best friend in, like, parentheses? Like, best, best friend. friend. Well, I don't know. Oh, I mean, they're not gay. I was wondering why it's in, like, parentheses. Okay, anyways. And so, and then on his best friend, he writes, um, Renz. So, it's boyfriends. Okay. And so, tries to conf- so he has to confront comfort Jeremy by telling him that being a loser is okay. Jeremy's longtime crush, Christine Canigula, signs up for the school play, and he decides to as well. Jeremy wonders if someone can help him with how to more than survive. And so Jeremy then decides that he should audition for the school play as well. Which is really weird because in the musical he is apparently like a theater kid, so I don't know. Or the book. Oh my gosh, the book guys in the musical. Yeah, there's a difference there. Okay, and so so then he decides in the play rehearsal, so he's gonna like confess his feelings to him. But Christine professes her love of theater. Um the song called I But love- not like kill myself depressed. Yes, I love play rehearsal. And I know the song by heart, so uh. No, and the drama teacher, so. Mr. Reyes. Reyes? Like Ray- Ma- Madison Reyes? Madison Reyes? Julian the Phantoms? We bring up Julian the Phantoms in like every episode. Oh my God, Literally do. every episode. Maybe we should do like a special episode where it's Julian the Phantoms and not a musical. I mean, Julian the Phantoms is a musical. No, but we're not. This isn't up to debate right now. We're doing so. Okay. I mean, unless you guys like want. I mean, I don't I don't want to talk about Julian the Phantoms. We'll put a poll on Instagram. Did you put up the other poll about the Girl Scout? Oh my god, there's so many. They, everyone said she died. Okay, good. I'm glad she died. Glad oh, she gets dead. Oh! I'm just kidding. Sorry you heard Ava the crackhead in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Moving on. <laughs> moving on, yeah. So, Mr. Lee, 
stuff like, like Mr. Right, he decides to do A Midsummer Night Dream by Shakespeare set in a post-apocalyptic, a, po- a post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Every word I pronounce wrong. Oh my gosh. Like first it was, I can't even say his last name anymore. Gransky? Gronsky? Yeah. <laughs> Gronsky? Retitled A Midsummer's Nightmare about zombies. During rehearsal, Jake Dillinger, one of the popular boys, flirts with Christine, making Jeremy jealous. Very jealous. Jeremy is confronted in the bathroom by Rich, who tells Jeremy how he managed to rise to popularity um, as an unpopular freshman. He yeah. took a pill. What kind of pills? What? Super Why would you? What, what pills? Come here. So... Yeah, so he tells him this pill called the Swip, the Super Quantanium Intel Processor. Try saying that three times fast. Super Quantanium Intel Unit Intel Processor. Super Quantanium Unit Intel Processor. Super Quantanium Unit Intel Processor. So, Jeremy... Chicken nuggets! Okay, so... And so basically the script's, like, in his brain, and it tells him what to do. And he's like, you know, you should get one. Yeah, anyway, moving on. So, well, Don't do this, by the way. Don't actually. Honestly, I actually want to squip. Okay, while playing video games with Michael, Jeremy tells him about Rich's offer. After an awkward conversation with his dad, still not wearing pants. At least he's not naked, like the book. Yeah, the book is just, like, naked. It's weird. Imagine just having your dad walking around your house naked. Ew. Like, no matter how old you are, that still has to be disgusting. Jeremy decides to check the squip out. Jeremy assures Michael, that no matter what happens, there'll be a team. What will be a team? What are you pointing at? Why are you? You keep-, keep shaking the table. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll shake my other leg. Okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. That was. I was just like, she's like pointing at me. I was like, what's going on? You're shaking the table. Well, our makeshift table is literally like two cushion stools from our school stacked up on each other, and we're using. Ha ha! We're funny. Okay, so I'll shake another. No, Maddie, shut up. The two visit the mall to buy the script from a dealer at Payless Shoe Stores. Jeremy is is instructed to squalls there with Green Mountain Dew. When the script activates, it causes Jeremy to have a seizure in front of Christine and Jake. Ooh, yummy. Ah! <laughs> I don't I actually do take this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just don't take this. Okay, don't ever listen to musicals and get something, a script, which actually doesn't even exist. But don't do it. It's really, like... Don't. Just please don't. Okay. I, so, I, I beg you, please don't. So, so Jeremy is like, wait, 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 and the script enters, and it's like, it looks like Keanu Reeves. I am Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Do you even know who that is? Yeah. Oh. I'm not an idiot. I don't know. You, you, you're the smartest sometimes. Excuse me. So he criticizes Jeremy's appearance and personality and behavior, telling him that everything about him is terrible. The script, like, orders him to get a new shirt. With like Eminem on it, and Jeremy picks a woman's shirt and encounters two popular girls from school, Brooke L- Lohas and Chloe Valentine. Oh, he's getting popular. I don't even know anymore. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, moving on. No, guys, I had to explain this to you. So, Maddie, she took her like mask and she put it on her head and she's like wrapping it around her ears and i don't know what's happening <laughs> i'm just too good i'm just too good yeah guys if you leave i'm gonna cry so don't. <laughs> okay anyways back to the podcast very effective mask. <laughs> so they sing this song um that like the song called 
are like are like for oh my gosh first jeremy <laughs> tells him the story about how he was sad or whatever and i am depressed that's not the song and I know, then but it still is. and <laughs> so they offer jeremy a ride home which do you want a ride is not the kind of ride they're talking about if you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. which is good demands he accepts but jeremy declines because he does not want wish to leave michael and the mom the girls leave in, in the book he goes with them so that's a really weird way that ooh. the girl leaves the the scope lies to Jeremy and tells him that Michael has left them all. It tells him that in order for his, his it's it's plan to improve his social standing to work, Jeremy needs to obey every order it gives him. The next day, Jeremy heads to school with renewed con con confidence. Oh my god, when you say I'm dumb and you can't even say confidence or apocalyptic. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. develops into the inner psyche of the student body around him, giving Jeremy insight on the fears and insecurities of his fellow peers. Jeremy's script extincts itself with riches, instantly making them friends. Jeremy heads confidently to the play rehearsal. To the play rehearsal. The play rehearsal. And the songs sync up. Um, so this is so at first Be More Chill was an off history time we went to an off broadway production at a local theater and they recorded an album for it it was a lot different than it is like on the broadway version so if you've only listened to like the version which a lot of people do then you'll be kind of confused and i think it's like i don't know what it's called in there it's called um um it's I called them it's called um <laughs> it's called them guys guys it's called but them. i'll 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 you know i don't know i'll tell maddie and she'll put on the on the the Instagram. The Instagram of me. Okay, so Jeremy, okay. So then Jeremy initially believes himself, but who turns out, uh, or firstly, Jeremy believes like that Christine, because Christine sings like a love song to him, and he thinks it's about her, but it's actually about Jake. And it's kind of sad because like, he's like, she's saying, oh, the guy I kind of be into, and then she's like at the end of the song, and oh, she goes, he what? is. Oh my gosh. I used to listen to a guy that I kind of be into, and I had no idea it was from Be More Chill until just now. Like, no idea. Face palm. Guy I kind of be into, right? That's it. Yeah. Afterward, the script informs Jeremy that yeah, okay. Christine won't date him until his social status. Standing dra- drastically improves, encouraging Jeremy to use an interested brook as a, ste- a, ste- like a steeping stone. Stepping stone. A steeping stone, <laughs> guy. That's very steep. Be careful. He hooks up with her while Jake asks Christy to come to his house. Upgrade. Upgrade. Gotta get the upgrade. Upgrade. Uh. Overwhelmed, Jeremy asks. Oh, by the way, when I said hook up, I don't mean they hook up. They just like they have general interest in each other. They don't hook up. Yet. Yeah, yeah. They, they they don't they don't like do the nails. They yet. They just yeah yet yet. <laughs> Jenny actually. So J- J- <laughs> I said Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> is it Jenny or is it Jeremy? Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy asked the script. I thought it was in Germany. <laughs> Germany. Germany, guys. Okay, Jeremy asked the script to shut itself off for a few minutes. Immediately, Jeremy sees Michael and is elated, but Michael states that Jeremy has been ignoring him all day. The script explains that is using optic nerve blocking to block Michael from Jeremy's vision, and Damn. in order to be more popular, he has to upgrade to Jeremy 2.0. Oh, that's sad. Jeremy eventually decides he is tired of being a loser and turns on the optic nerve blocking, leaving him alone with the script, which is a song, loser, geek, or whatever. And honestly, kind of like that song, just like... I can quote that song. Back to oh, it means you know what that means. Intermission. Yeah, we totally. Okay, so um, we made it this long to the intermission, which is surprising because I wouldn't. It's only about eight minutes. Uh, no, you don't know that. It could have been like two hours. 
Yeah, you're gonna edit like. Well, the unedited stuff, like guys. Oh my gosh, we have like unedited like episodes, like because Maddie records all on her phone, and if we listen to that, I it is really bad. (laughs) There's probably screaming and like I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm like so close to like the theater right now. I'm like, oh, intermission's over. Bye. I'll see you next week. So, act two, you guys. So, Ooh, if you made it this far, congratulations. It's we'll a Halloween party and Jake hosts large party that features alcohol and other shenanigans. Uh, Halloween, it's a good song. Um, mm-hmm. Christine arrives in her Juliet princess costume because of Jake's past compliment on it, hoping to please Jake, but he brushes her aside to a party. Wow, wow. Jeremy, Don't ever let a man treat you like that, ladies. Jeremy arrives or- to meet Brooke. But Chloe, who is jealous of Brooke, tries to seduce Jeremy. Jeremy Damn. is uncomfortable and tries to get away, but the script forces him to remain in the situation and escalates to Chloe making out with Jeremy with her song Do You Wanna Hang, which is just really weird. Um yeah. Um yeah. Chloe also asks, has Jeremy drink alcohol, causing the script to malfunction, and then Frain's having beep with him, angering Jake and breaking Brooke's heart. Beep. Oh my gosh, guys, my favorite song's coming up. <laughs> what was that? that was... I was singing. So, fleeing from Jake and the girls, Jeremy runs into a bathroom where he, or not, no, yeah, where he finds his friend Michael, who has crashed the party. Michael tries to swarm, war- swarm, <laughs> so swarm. I'm pretty sure it's warm. <laughs> Jer- Michael tries to warn Jeremy of the dangers of a squib, explaining that someone ended up in a mental hospital after they went crazy for trying to get it out of their head. Jeremy accuses Michael of being jealous of his popularity and calls him a loser. Loser! Out in the forehead, loser! Oh my Michael god, that is so old. Angry, locks him in the bathroom, and then has a panic attack, and we get the song Michael in the Bathroom, which honestly... Michael in the Bathroom. That was a good song. Okay. Well, I mean, it still is a song. <laughs> it, it was. It no longer exists. Uh, no. Okay, Guys, so Jamie talks to Christine without the squibs help. Without? Can you not talk today? <laughs> no. And he asks he asks her out in a burst of confidence. No. Christine, who has found herself in existential crisis after breaking with Jake, declines. Meanwhile, this is my favorite song. Meanwhile, Rich goes around the party frantically asking Bull for Moan do red. Jeremy's clip finally reactivates and it reviews the Vance of the night, prompting Jeremy to leave the party immediately. Rich alone and desperate talks. Rich alone and desperate talks to the clip, and then he sets the house on fire. Wow, that sounds fun. The next mo- it's not the next morning, it's still nighttime, but Jenna Roland, the school gossip, informs everyone that Rich had burned down Jake's house. At the end of the party, sending Rich to the hospital and causing Jake to break both his legs of a window trying to escape. The news spreads throughout the throughout the, oh my gosh throughout the school <laughs> through text and tweeting. I love that song. Rich set a fire that burned down the house. Rich set a fire that burned down the house. Okay, that's cute. What are you doing? <laughs> <Don't question. laughs> okay, Alex is a sensible one here. I'm just a weirdo in the corner. Why did I let you be on this podcast? This is my podcast. That's why my our, name's first. It's our podcast. My name's first. My name's second, but... but my name's second. This was a key for okay. Second is the best. First is always second is best. Oh, my gosh. Are we in kindergarten? <laughs>
Okay. Should have let me be first. Huh? Okay, so as the cast prepares for the play, Jeremy encounters Christine, who is shaken and upset about the fire. Jeremy is unhappy with the relationship he has damaged, angrily blames the script for his... Damn, the script? Like, why would the script do that? Rude. For his, like, rudeness or whatever. And so Jeremy comes to the realization that Mountain Dew activates the script and the oh, Mountain Dew Red deactivates it. Michael... Michael... Oh. In the bathroom? <laughs> no. It's they mentioned the whole, and like, so the scripts are like, I want the whole world to have a script. So they just found called Pitiful Children. Save the Who invented the script? Children. What? Okay, I don't know. At Jeremy, okay, at know. home, Jeremy is, or at home, Jeremy is confronted by his father, still not wearing pants, who brings up Jeremy's new personality and changing attitude. Jeremy, Jeremy's like rude to him. And he's like, uh, no, you're a bully. The pants song. And by the way, Jeremy's mom is also in the picture in the book, so I don't know what happened here. Yeah, I don't know. Where is she? Jeremy's okay, so he tracks he tracks down Michael and asks him and asks and asks him to uh my gosh, why am I can't talk today? Um, asks him to take charge. Uh, he tracks out Michael and asks him to get, not give up on his friend. Michael really agrees to help in the condition that Mr. Here puts on some pants and becomes a better father. And they sing the pants song, which is, If you love somebody, put your pants on for them. So now it's the play, and Christine confronts Jeremy about how he has a squib. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry for the noise in the background. Yeah, the plan. However, the script has already begun to take over the others and the play. The script reveals its intention to sink the entire student body and the whole world. We're still really quiet. I'm sorry. Is this better, Maddie? <laughs> sorry, listeners. Jeremy comes to a realization. Mountain Dew activates the script. while Mountain Dew deactivates it. Mountain Dew Red. Mountain Dew Red. I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Like green and go red to stop. Michael fight off the controlled students until a script reveals that Christine has been scripted. She then confronts her feelings for Jeremy, but Jeremy's like, huh, no, because he's under the influence of the script. Yeah, he just realizes that it's wrong. So then Jeremy wakes up in the hospital, sharing a room with Rich, who proudly comes out to Jeremy as bisexual, and is ready to finally be who he really is. <laughs> Michael visits Jeremy. If I ever pause, guys, if I ever pause with, like, doubt, it's probably because Maddie did something weird. And that's usually. I'm criticizing her. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you heard more noise in the background. Michael, this is Jeremy, and the two reconcile. Mr. Here, finally wearing pants. Key point there. Good job. This is Jeremy as well. Informing him that he'll be a better dad. Surrounded by... <laughs> Grounded by his friends and family, Jeremy realized that there will always be outside influences, but he needs to learn more to make up his own. Instead, he asks Christine out again for bowling alley performance art, and this time she accepts and kisses him. The script reveals <laughs> itself to be alive, weakly taunting Jeremy from inside his head, but, but Jeremy ignores it, and happily proclaiming that all the voices in my head, <laughs> the loudest one, is his own. Let's up. Let's not forget that happily ever after, though. Like, the kiss and the bullying. Oh, nasty. Just happily ever afters aren't real. See, Alex and I are complete opposites. Love isn't real. Nobody loves me, and I don't love anyone. Um, Well. (laughs) Anyways. um, And now we're going to talk about things that are just unrealistically impossible. Or just, I mean, this, this play is. All right, so we made it to the end of the musical. Finally. Yeah, it took a lot of time. 
Um, let's do anything unrealistic. Um, I think one thing we start with is uh the fact script script doesn't exist. No, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say a Midsummer's Night Dream. Like if you have copyright claims, you can change the musical, but you can't change it like the entire plot, and that kind of bothers me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, but this play is like basically about real life too, about social interaction, social dilemma, and stuff. Um, but uh. Yeah, there's a lot of unrealistic things. Like, you can't act, don't actually do that to a play. It's not legal. I don't know. Okay, and then, Most of this stuff in here is pretty illegal. Like, the script, no way that would actually be a thing. The script is illegal. And, in the, in like, in, a, in the book and in the musical, they both state that it's clearly illegal, but people are still doing it. Yeah, it's that's like, stupid. It's like drugs. It's like, don't yeah. do drugs. Yes. Drugs bad. Unless you want to. I can't stop you. <laughs> we can't stop you, but we can tell you not to. <laughs> okay, trust us. But yeah. uh, I think that's nasty. Love isn't real. You won't actually end up with the girl you like. I'm sorry. Oh boy, I don't girl know. Girl boy thing. I wouldn't. I love isn't real. I am. See, Alex and I here complete opposites. Like I'm like, oh well, I can't wait to have my happily ever after or whatever the hell it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she meant hot guys. Yeah. She I mean, meant- we did advise us to be 13 and up, so that's cool. But anyway. Uh, like, I, and then Alex over here is just like, yeah, I'm never gonna have a happily ever after. Well, have you seen my face? Yeah, it's beautiful. A beautiful rat face. <laughs> no. You called yourself hot the other day. I am hot. A hot rat. <laughs> a hot rat. All right, then I'm a hot mouse. Wait, mouse are cute. Mice are cute. Wait, no, then I'm a hot, um. Potato. Yes. And I'm Alex. And I'm Maddie. And And this this has been Musicals with Alex and Maddie. Maddie.